With good reason, I won't, so with good reason. So we'll start off right off the bat. Congratulations to my man right here, Ace. Thank you, brother. Father to two beautiful, brand new baby girls, Thank twins. You, man, appreciate that, man. That's one of the biggest reasons we haven't been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fatherhood is crazy. Infants is kind of crazy, bro. Yeah, you know. How's it feel? How's it been? Uh, it feels amazing. At the same time, man, it's just tough, man. It's, 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 it's definitely a wild experience, man. So, you know, I'm just blessed that they're healthy, man. But um, shout out to you too, Casey. You know what I'm saying? You got a new spot. You know what I mean? Part two, yeah. yeah I, I part moved. Two, yeah, I've let's been get moving. It. Um, it was supposed to take a day and a half, but the day we uh, had planned to move, it snowed. Yeah, it snowed. So it it, we moving. literally like probably just finished yesterday moving everything. So, so it's been about two and a half weeks move. <laughs> Maybe three, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so man. it's been crazy, and Pat's been dealing with some shit, and Mike's been dealing with some shit, but we are back. We're back, we're back, we're back. Edge and Christian took a hiatus. We can take a hiatus for a little while. Oh, absolutely, man. So, and shout, out, shout out to everybody in the group, because they've been keeping the group alive. Shout out to everybody's like doing um, all group. our administrators and moderators. You said Ken, and, right? Yeah, Ken's been doing like the throwback or the name of the stable Flashback thing. Friday or yeah. Throwback Friday, where he's been coming up with different ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday was factions. I know. I believe he's done tag teams already. He's done a few things. I think next week he said WrestleMania. I think is what he's doing. So every Friday, if you want to join in and have fun, we've done. It, he's done it three weeks. We have three different champions. Yeah. And it's not just like one question. He does it all day. Yeah, it's like, like forty four, rounds, like 40, like 40, 40 45 yeah. rounds. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh shit, yeah, he so got a lit. Yeah. If you want to get on there, it's pretty fun. Join our Facebook group, yeah. Wrestle Cave Podcast. Uh, we got about we're close to thirteen hundred members. We want to get to thirteen hundred. So yeah. if you want to join, help us out. We're the private group. We have a public yeah. you can like too, but the private group's where it's at. Like we have yeah, fun. It's there. Definitely where it's at. Uh, right. our, pro- our public has like hundred likes, like something like that. Yeah, our private, yeah, yeah. Our private group, we got about close to thirteen hundred. We're growing, mm-hmm. we're growing. So. If you want to join and get in on the fun on Fridays, we do that. I just threw out a couple questions today. 
which were fun. And shout out to everybody that's been participating because I've been posting, you know, just trying to get some feedback in the group. We've been doing to do the first annual Wrestle Cave Awards 2018. We got a lot of a lot of uh, you know categories, so we're gonna have fun with that. We're gonna wrap the year up with that. What kind of categories we got? Um, I like yours. Uh, the, the future endeavor. Yeah, the future endeavor. <laughs> yeah, I think the colognes. I forgot about the colognes. Yeah, and the future endeavor word isn't for people that are going to get fired. It's people that like I could totally see getting fired or should. Yeah, that should be fired or should want to be released. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like people like Apollo for both reasons. Like yeah. he should want to be released, and he's probably gonna get released because they're not doing shit with him. Yeah, that's just a little jack shit with him. What do you think we're gonna? We'll probably drop that like literally probably like New Year's Eve. Yeah, because we're gonna do like Wrestle Cave Awards. It's gonna yeah, be the last of the year. Lit. Like yeah. we've been throwing it out, but we're not putting any of the stuff out because we yeah. still got so many shows. Yeah, it we is. We still got a lot TLC of shows. happening. Yeah. We still got all December. Yeah. How do you feel about TLC in the build up so far? Uh, we'll talk about it. We got we'll go over War Games and Survivor mm-hmm. Series really quick because I know it's been a couple weeks and everybody already seen it and everything. But we'll go over it real quick. Off tops, it's been okay. Off tops, what was the what was like the the match of the night? You know, in For... in the War Games. War games. I thought the I thought that last year's war games match was better. Me too. I still like this. It's not saying anything. It was fucking awesome. I thought this year was a little long. Yeah, but I loved it. I mean, Ricochet with that double, <laughs> that double flip. Yeah, oh, that dude's amazing. Yeah, he's definitely um, amazing. But it's tough. It's either Champa Velveteen. I would say Champa Velveteen for me. Champa Velveteen. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna stay with. I think Johnny and Black had the best match of the night. Just the sequences, the the hard hitting, the story that they were telling, it was just beautiful. Um, I guess I guess because I I guess because the both matches were so close that I just felt the story more as far as Johnny and you know Black. And they were both like a little totally different matches too. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That like was another Velveteen thing. Velveteen came out dressed as Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, Hollywood doing everything like that. He was doing the Hoganisms the whole match. Um, he did three leg drops, didn't he, in the match at one point, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like that was his. That was Velveteen's best match. It was totally different. It was more of a story-driven match where, like, those guys are both, well, especially Velveteen, more of a character. And Chomp has been more of a character lately since this massive heel turn he's done. So it was really good to see those two different guys, how dynamically opposite they are, mm-hmm. um, for the for the better too. Because you, I mean, just. Those two guys were able to put on a phenomenal match. It goes to show that both those guys can wrestle anybody. Absolutely. Um, Velveteen Dream That's why that was match. That was match of night for me. Velveteen Dream is he's the, he's the man. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he did. I don't think he needs a, a title. I don't, I don't even. I don't even think it it matters. I I do fear Vince. You know, ruining him when he when he moves up. Um, but well, hopefully they won't bring him up till the XFL starts. Right. I don't think there's no reason to really move anybody up right now. Like they, they're the, they're the A show. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like they need to get their own channel. You know what I'm saying with the Fox? I think, I think it's a possibility that it can happen. I hope it happens. I mean, they have Fox Sports. Fox Sports One. Fox. Do they still have Fox Sports Two? I don't know, but they have so many different channels on Fox networking that they can find a way. FX, FXX. Like there's so many different networks. And then it was proven that people watch that more than. Survivor Series. Yes, it was. Re- it was reported that um, NXT Takeover was watched more than Survivor Series, and NXT Takeover in the building drew more than Raw. <laughs> and that was with two rings, less seating, apparently. So that's huge. And uh, did you see the up, up, down, down like thing where they had the NXT guys versus the WWE in the NXT ring? Yes. Yeah, and Seth that. was like, 
Um, so I forget exactly what Seth said. Oh, he was he was like, yeah, you guys stay down here while while the big boys uh, run upstairs. And um, Adam Cole quickly responded with, oh yeah, Seth, you know you and everyone else here knows that NXT is way better than WWE, and everybody popped in the building. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's becoming more and more true, especially with the Raw that we just saw. Yeah, we'll get into that too. Um, no, I didn't over- see that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta watch that. You gotta watch that. It's a, it's it was on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, it was on. It was funny. It was really funny. Um, and no, but Survivor Series overall was a really good show. Um, I mean, they and there's no bad NXT takeover. No, there isn't. Can you one. see match of the year? Our nominee is like five takeover yes. matches. Yeah, <laughs> like there is no bad takeover. Like NXT Philadelphia, NXT um, New Orleans. This past one, NXT. War games, um, every single one of them, man. Um, the last man standing match, Gargano Champa, uh, Gargano Almas, uh, Gargano, <laughs> everyone that Gargano's faced all year, um, pretty much. Um, even on regular television, the matches that they put on, you know, it's just it's crazy to see how far they've come. Yeah, and they are going to, and they are close to surpassing at least Raw. I think SmackDown, once it reaches Fox, is going to be huge. As long as they keep the same writers in place. Yeah. Because as bad as Raw's doing, like they could be like, oh, we'll switch. <laughs> right. And you know what's crazy? You were saying um, you were saying that you were going to talk about where we're going to talk about NXT. And you wanted to basically break down like the story. Speaking of the stories, the long-term booking of like, even when now they're getting injured and... um the host that they made they they made we'll him say, more popular tease, tease that for the you know future episode that's coming absolutely so basically like <clears throat> what i sat down and did was i chronic i thought of nxt after watching this horrible raws lately and i was like you know what nxt is so much better and i just sat back and these storylines that week to week on raw are just put together week to week they're just put together week to week and i went back and looked at champa gargano and branched everything off of that so we'll start at branching everything off of that i haven't finished it yet um i've only gotten to three guys and i'm already on like page four <laughs> but what 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 why do you think that the writers on xt to wrap it up before so we can get back into the why do you think the writers are so much better than on the main roster do you think because they're comfortable or because like? i've heard Meltzer say this and Meltzer says a lot of things but when i do watch for all i feel like this is one thing that is pretty true he has said that the writers that are writing on Raw aren't writing for the fans. They're writing for Vince. Mm. They're writing whatever they're writing is to get him to get a pop or get him to laugh or get him to be like, oh, I love that. Because he's the guy that puts it on TV. Mm. NXT doesn't have the attention of Vince. So they're not writing for Vince. They're writing a product that they think people are going to like and they think people are going to enjoy. Mm. That is what I think the key difference is. And even mm, between Raw and SmackDown, they say that Vince is not at every SmackDown. He's at every Raw. So even then, he's not as hands-on with SmackDown. So you see it. Raw is clearly the worst of the three. And then I, I would put the other two, A and B, you know, clearly, like way miles ahead. And I think it's because of that level that Vince McMahon is involved in. Raw, he's very hands-on, like pretty much 100% is probably him. SmackDown, he's eh, like he's not there all the time. It's more Shane, I think. Shane and Triple H. Um, and then NXT, I mean, it's all Triple H. 
Vince doesn't even really watch it. So that that's my that's my answer. That's what I think. Vince Vince has to watch it at this point. Got Triple H said he doesn't. He got he something he gotta know at least what's going on. Triple H said he doesn't watch it. So you don't think he knows who you know Adam Cole? He knows who the people are. Like he has people who are telling. I'm sure he has seen clips. Like I'm just saying, yeah. I don't think he watches it regularly. Like I've seen a whole episode. Like he'll watch matches and stuff. I'm not gonna say he's never watched a match from NXT. I'm just saying I don't think he's. Well, how arrogant is that? Why why not watch a product that your company is producing? This doesn't make any sense. You don't got time. That's that's crazy. You don't got time. He's trying to do everything. He's trying to start a football league, bro. And it shows. It shows that he doesn't have time. <laughs> it shows that he doesn't have time by the crap that was just put out this past Monday. Um, but I don't know. Want to go to war- Survivor Series real quick? I don't know. Yeah, we can go to Survivor Series. You know, everybody you knows. Think? Everybody knows that Takeover is great. The two out of three falls match was great. Um, Johnny match was great. Tama match was great. War Games was great. Um, it ain't really too much we can say about it. <laughs> you gotta fucking see that shit for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as Survivor Series, I don't think Survivor Series was that bad. I don't think it was bad at all, really. I didn't have a problem with the matches overall. Yeah. I had a problem with. Yeah, I don't like Joe getting. I didn't like Joe getting crushed like that. I just. I, I, I think the problem I had the most was just like how SmackDown won every single one, and then you don't acknowledge that, or that Raw won every single one. You don't acknowledge SmackDown actually did win a match. Yeah. That was on your show, and you're not. And you're gonna say it didn't matter. Like, so why are we watching? Why am I watching the pre-show? If what was on the pre-show doesn't matter, and we and know the outcome exactly. <laughs> right. And then you have like SmackDown lose every match. Um, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy a lot of the matches because I did. I thoroughly enjoyed the Brock vs. Daniel Bryan match. Um, I enjoyed even the Ronda um, Charlotte match. I enjoyed um, Seth Shinsuke for the most part. Um, just overall, it was just a lot of the endings. The matches themselves were fine. And then I think it was just nothing really carried over into the TV the, ne- the very next week, especially on SmackDown. Nothing really carried over. Especially even Raw, because Raw. <laughs> Raw, she Stephanie said if if Baron won that he was the he was the the GM, right? So then now he's in a match with Braun that he has to. If he loses, he's not the GM. So and and Braun is out. We don't even know if he's going to make it or not. I don't That's care. Fine. Right. <laughs> I don't care. We'll get into yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but Survivor Series as a whole, I enjoyed. I just want to get into like the Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar match because I've heard Daniel Bryan talk about what he wanted to do when he thought like he wasn't going to wrestle again. He talked about like how he wanted to do that match, and I just thought he looked like he was having so much fun taunting Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Taking he was taking a beating at the beginning. Those those Germans. He was nasty. Um, but once Daniel got to throw in his offense and he was doing the little Brock uh, like hop and. Had his arms all out like Brock, and I gotta say, I, I love heel Daniel Bryan right now. I yeah. love it. But um, SmackDown is overall as a show, besides it being six to one or whatever, it was okay. Yeah, clearly War Games was way better, but Survivor Series was okay. Yeah, it, it's just I don't know, man. I don't, I understand that they gotta feed everybody to Drew, but I, I didn't want to see Joe just get fed that way in that in that match. You know what I mean? Because he was he was he was getting yeah. the crowd involved. When I talk like, when I talk about all the matches, crying. when I talk about all the matches I enjoyed, I probably should leave that one out because I didn't really enjoy that one. As much. Yeah, I think that was the only that was like the only thing that you know what I'm saying. I didn't really. I didn't oh, and really I really play. didn't enjoy the SmackDown versus Raw tag team match. 
Yeah. With the P thing. The, the the Drake Maverick pissing his pants thing that has now carried over for two weeks and has carried over a little bit on the 205 Live. It makes like AOP look like a joke. It makes your whole tag team division look like a joke. Oh, it's been a joke. Yeah, but besides that, those two matches, I, I enjoyed Survivor Series. Um, I kind of watched it in pieces, so I didn't really sit down and watch the whole show. So that's why like I feel like I enjoyed it more than most people that sat down and watched the whole show uh, from front to back. Um, once again, I feel like NXT is just better. War Games, hands down winner. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it's difficult to watch, and it's just like, you know, you don't, you don't care. You're not, you're not What's invested in What's difficult to watch specifically? I just, I guess it's just like the, the storyline between, you know, the, oh, <laughs> the worst Raw ever. That, yeah, specifically, the worst Raw ever. Yes, sir. I mean, that's what everyone's been talking about. I don't think it's the worst Raw ever. What did you think? I, I don't think it was the worst Raw ever, but it was definitely trash. It was, you know, Rasha McCreet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, just, just nothing. We already seen basically everything. You know the thing that pissed me off? I got excited because, you know, I always thought, like, Mustafa Ali looked like Seth Rollins. So just to see them, like, had opportunity to, like, wrestle in the same ring because he was doing an open challenge. And then Dolph came out. Oh, God. <laughs> You want to hold on? So I have a list. How many things do I have written down here? I wrote worst raw ever uh, question mark. I just wrote in me, in recent memory yes. So this this is the one. There was too many of the same old matches. Was one that I really felt. Yeah. We had Dolph versus Seth for the hundredth fucking time. And they put on great matches, but it's just like yo. This year, not even the hundredth time over their career. This year. Yeah. Since like the summer. Say so what? What did you just say? I was just saying like they put on good matches every time, but it's just like. But once you see something so many times, it's like well, we had a chance to do something like fresh, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, I, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know what's going on. The, the push and stop with Dolph is just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Me neither. And you know that, like you said, there's other people you wanted to see Mustafa Ali. Yeah, I um, really wanted to see. Mustafa I felt Ali, like this bro. was a spot to debut Lars. I felt like this was a spot for. Pete Dunn, Adam Cole, anybody, really, Apollo Crews, anybody, anybody that's not working right now as much on the main roster, Tyler Breeze is not doing crap because Fandango's hurt, like, anyone, nope, Dolph Ziggler, yeah, he's dragging this shit we've out seen long. it a million times, there's no need for it, could have used this to build up other stars or debut a new one, and, and you know what other match we didn't need to see, you know what other match, <laughs> Finn, I hate Finn, Finn and, ba- Finn and Baron? <laughs> I hate what they did with that. I hate and in the main that. event? <laughs> I ca- I'm happy that he's in the main event, but I hate he's in this scenario. Are you happy that he was in a main event where advertised for the show was a tag team championship match and, a- and an intercontinental championship match? So going in, I'm like, oh, it's going to be a good show. Main event, I'm probably thinking either tag team or intercontinental. No. No. You know what you get in the main event? Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. For like the fiftieth time, I just think it's a joke. I think they just put, it is a joke. I just put, they, they, all right, Finn, we, I'm gonna take care of you, and then you just put him in a fucked up situation. You know what I'm saying? Once again, it's just not. I don't know, man. And again, it's not to say that these guys can't put on a match that entertains you, but it main events and ends in a beatdown. <laughs> after we just saw another, hold on, after we just saw another match that we've seen on Raw three like three weeks in a row, trying to get Elias and Lashley. Hold on, we saw Elias and Lashley another match that we've seen a million oh, times man. that also ended in a beatdown. 
they're trying to get in case him you haven't over. seen that no i've seen it okay they're trying to get him over the only reason it's new is because lashley's now a heel and elias is the face that's why I'm it's new with that bobby shit though i'm, I'm fucking with both of them is that but i'm, I'm just saying Drew too but it's just like i know what you mean it's the same it was the same finish lackluster yeah that's the word i'm gonna use for the next probably half hour while we talk about this raw this is probably gonna be the name of the show lackluster <laughs> is the name of the show um but based okay, so last week we got a beatdown of, of of Braun, right? Nobody comes to help him out, nobody. So, but Elias and Finn don't come to help him out. Nobody's helping him out. They just got eliminated from this match, but they don't come back out to help this guy. That was just their teammate, right? Strange, right? Weird. Okay, so then we have two more beatdowns this week. Elias to kick off the show, and so no, Finn doesn't come out to help him, but Finn was just his t- partner last week. Okay. And then Finn, but not, there's not one person in the back who wants to come help either. Not one. Elias doesn't come back two, two and a half hours later with his guitar trying to help Finn. Braun doesn't come. Like, Do you think that they're going to... What, what is the payoff? Do you think right now. Right now it's to it's get like a week fucking... Later from, right now it's, it's like to get... from the pay-per-view. Right now it's to get... Um, Baron over? Baron over. But I mean... If Elias and Finn show up this Monday, then it's like it makes Braun look weak as shit. <laughs> right? That's what I'm hold, saying. On, hold on, if both of those guys show up this week, yeah. this makes Braun look weak as shit because it took three guys to take out Braun, but the same three guys took out Elias by themselves and they took out Finn by themselves. So if those two guys show up this this week, that makes Braun look weak as hell because he's the only one that sustained an injury. The booking from week to week and segment to segment doesn't make sense. So do you got do you got Baron coming out, Braun not being around, they come out to jump him, and then out of nowhere, you know, uh, here comes Braun to get some payback, get a move in, just because he's still injured or whatever. Like I can see that happening. Something. And that's the payoff. Hold, hold on. Even even though Elias is still hurt, right? Like he got beat down at the beginning of the of the night. Mm-hmm. Have him come down, come back out, and get beat up again. Who cares? At least he tried. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck about it. <laughs> at least he tried. That's what they used to do back in the day. At least someone would come out and try. Yeah, they would. It's just like, no, we have three people who, who <laughs> could come out like that. Like, oh, Drew, come out. Bobby, come out. Leo, come out. Real quick. They're waiting there. But Finn, I'm uh, I'm putting my face paint on. I can't, I can't come out. I lost yo, my jacket. Yo, the storyline, <laughs> the main storyline is Baron, Bobby Lashley, and Drew McIntyre. <laughs> like yo, who would have fucking thought? <laughs> what? That's crazy. raw. I'm not Hold on. raw. Is the Baron Corbin show right yeah, now? That's what I'm saying. The flagship show. And I got heat. WWE. And I got heat. He been putting segments and we hate him regardless of his people just don't like him. I, I'm like not. He's doing okay and that's job. the thing. I'm not saying that Baron Corbin is doing a bad job. Yeah. Baron Corbin has improved a lot. But for him to to be the star of your show right now, to be the guy <laughs> that you're going to feature in the main event, and the guy that's beating everybody down, you kidding me? No, I'm going to tune out. I don't know. Lack luster. Like, like I said, they had an intercontinental title and a tag team match advertised for the show. Neither main evented, and that's what you give me. What do you think about what happened that? happened with the women again? <laughs> Ronda and Nia Jax. So Nia, ba- <laughs> you don't. All right. So Nia comes out. You're like, no, I don't fucking care. You're like, so Nia basically comes out and just like, ah, I don't want to shit on Nia, right? Because she's trying, right? 
but she's not a good promo. Nope. Especially as a heel, she's not good at the at taking this. She's trying to take the Becky thing over the top with her fist and the face breaker thing, but mm-hmm. she's not good at that. <laughs> There's certain people that are good at that type of thing. She's not one of them. And Tamina adding to it isn't adding to it. Tamina, <laughs> Tamina adding to it. There. Tamina's just there. It's like, oh, I'm just here so I don't get fired. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. But it's just it's not adding anything to the show. No heat. You got th- exactly no heat. She's not no doing shit. heat. What has she done? <laughs> in two weeks. Naya? No. Tamina. <laughs> what has she done in two weeks? She did beat it? somebody, I think. <laughs> I think. I don't even I can't even remember. Yeah. But like and then Rhonda comes out. Like basically now he's just saying she's like the best now and all this stuff. And it's just like oh, who no. cares? Who cares? <laughs> so then Becky or not Becky. <laughs> See, I just got Becky on my mind because Becky's the only thing. The man. But uh Rhonda comes out and her promo just confused the hell out of me because she was so, to like all of her stuff is so written, and you can tell. And last week I thought she did a good job with the written stuff. This week she did not. She's trying, but she's trying to deliver something that just needs to and they need to try again they shouldn't write for her <laughs> yo she should be able to they say shouldn't whatever. write for her you're right they should, she should just say whatever fuck she want she Ronda Rousey you know what I'm saying yeah they're gonna fuck her I'm up sure Ronda can come up with better stuff than this by on her own mm-hmm. she, and she's trying I'm not again I can't shit on all these people because they have to ultimately do what someone's telling them to do you know what I mean yeah but it's trash it was it was bad a lot of this stuff on this show was really bad. I mean, I mean, do you want me to give you my final thoughts, or do you want me to just like, do you want to keep going into Raw and diving into it and talking about it forever? Well, you can give me your final thoughts. This is not truly, you know. We just ain't been here in a while. I'm just enjoying myself. But yeah, you can dive into. Would you? What do you think about the whole AOPP thing? I hate it. I think the I think the tag division was already a joke, and I think this is just. Shit made it even worse because they could have been they could have been a dominant you know threat. Now it's just like yo, how you, you know how y'all riding your man a bitch. You know what I'm saying at the end of the day, you know what I mean pissing on himself. So now it's like, and then I don't even understand. I don't even I don't even get the dynamic of the of the uh, the tag team between Gable and um there and the glorious no one. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like you know, I don't see what the point of them, you know, trying to get that over. Like now, now the fucking crowd is saying that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So now it's just like, all right, what are you going to have to do to get your heat back? You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like. They're going to have to, like, destroy somebody, which they're not doing on the levels they used to do in NXT. And I just feel like they just gave them the belts. Like, it was just like no buildup behind that, nothing at all. Like, they could have dropped this, they could have dropped the tag titles without having to be like a handicap match we could have had like a tournament that shit could have been lit it could have gave us some exciting you know what i'm saying y'all just had Seth face both we we knew we knew that <laughs> like like and y'all still was building up Seth even even with that like that shit was just crazy to me like i i don't know man it's just the way they do shit that just pissed me the fuck off man and, yes. and, it, gets, and it gets difficult to watch you know what i'm saying Piss. so you know i'm not trying to I, i'm not trying to shit on it like Shit and piss. The I'm entire... glad you're saying these words, man. No, that's what saying, it is. Like... It's all bathroom humor. Yeah. And that's what the tag team division in Raw has become. Yeah. It's just... It's bathroom humor. And even, it's not funny. Even the women's <laughs> division, like, I, I just feel as though, like, they only focus on the title. You can focus on other things other than the title and make it interesting. Oh, they tried. They did that Q&A segment with Becky and Sasha. That was terrible. Yeah. 
Give me wrestling. Yeah. The only wrestling that happened. Okay, the other match. The other thing that pissed me off. I know you. All right. So last week, the Revival and Lucha House Party fought, right? <laughs> and it was Lucha House Party rules, which is three on two. They're allowed to do that. <laughs> when does, like, the faces ever, are they ever supposed to have the upper hand, really, in a handicap match? You don't draw heat from that Mm-mm. at all. You just bury So, like, you don't build up the heel Revival. You're just burying the Revival and just letting three guys beat them, right? So, whatever. The rival come out because they got beat by the three of them last week, which, I, of course, there's three of them. But last week was pretty quick. So the rivals say they weren't ready, right? They weren't ready for three on two or the Lucha House Party rule. So they asked for a rematch. Um, and JoJo, so they say fine, and the match happens. And then JoJo says it's under Lucha House Party rules again. And the rival, <laughs> the rival are confused. So my question, there's two things here. Baron and sign off. There's two things here. If you ask for a rematch, it's going to be the same match that you had before, right? <laughs> You would think. You would think that if you ask for a re- So why do they look all confused? <laughs> Second, they refer to Baron Corbin not liking Lucha House Party rules or that he's confused by it. So why is the match under Lucha House Party rules if Baron Corbin is the general manager of Raw? How's the heel against <laughs> How's the heel against the face shit? And the face shit is some heel shit. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Baron Corbin is the general manager of Raw, but general, but Baron Corbin doesn't like Lucha House Party rules. Yet this match is going to be under Lucha House Party rules in favor of the who, face team. In favor that? of the face team. So who approved this Lucha fucking match that is happening right now? Did JoJo make this match? Did Lucha House Party just make this match? Yo. I'm so confused by the writing on Raw. Oh my I God. don't know what to do anymore. I don't. Did you catch it? Did that confuse you too? Are you like? I, I was cracking the fuck up because I knew like I know that's your team, that's your squad. But I, I love them, and that's why this is confusing the hell out of me. <laughs> so when I seen it, I was like, "Wait, you approved this? Wait, under Lucha House Party rules? Like, what's that? Like, if you if you go <laughs> watch if you go watch Two Five Live, they're used perfectly. And then you turn on Raw, and they're yo, like, hilarious, what? yo. No, that's their story. They, they, they brought them up because they have pinatas. That's the only reason yeah. they brought them up. <laughs> they got their own rules, though. That's lit. <laughs> Listen, man. Fuck I'm a Freebird rule. <laughs> fuck a Freebird yeah, rule. Just Lucha House Party rule. <laughs> From the rip. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, I don't know. We just... three. Oh all God. three of us are wrestling. I don't care if we're wrestling one person, two people, or it three. We're all it wrestling. Don't it don't matter. We're all fucking <laughs> wrestling, bro. Oh, my God. Did you have any you had any closing things you want to say about... I don't know. I wrote some stuff. Let me see if there... If there's anything oh, important, I have to actually care. I, I mean, I wrote Lucha stuff at this point. Lucha House Party, Billy. <laughs> okay, here's the only thing. Here's the only thing. But I think I think we can go. My main my main thing here is with Braun. I want I want to see if you agree with this, right? So since Roman left, they needed to fill that spot with the big face. Braun at the time was a heel for only a few months, and then they switch him back real quick to a face again. With no explanation, except for, like, get well soon, Roman, and now he's a face, right? So how is he all of a sudden believable contender for Brock Lesnar? I've already seen Brock 
handily beat him. Pretty much get almost no offense in. Now he's getting beat down by Baron Corbin and company. Braun's like short stint with Drew and Dolph hurt him, and it doesn't make him seem like a monster anymore. He's just he's just a man. And especially, like I said, especially if it took three of them to take Braun out, I mean he's out. But yet, if we get Finn and Elias coming back this week, we'll see. It's just it's just making Braun look pretty weak. And for me, it's it's like who's supposed to contend for Brock's title believably anymore? You're beating down all the contenders. I mean, I guess Drew. I guess Drew. Lashley. I guess Drew Lashley. by association, but. Lashley, bro. Say say what you will, WWE. I think wins and losses do matter. They do mean something because it puts someone on that hot streak, and you know, then we can actually believe, believe. that someone can contend. And then, I mean, you can believe in that. Believe. Believe in somebody when you know what their character is, not if they're a face one week or I don't, heel I don't. the next week. But you know, what? until then, I'll be watching SmackDown. Why do they keep <laughs> fucking up, Brian, bro? I just don't get it with the, they don't with trust the him. stop. They don't trust him. How can you not trust him? He's organically getting over. He is, but they just don't fucking trust him. I don't know what it is. Why keep putting him in these situations if y'all don't want to put the strap on him? You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. I feel like well, they're there was that him... one. There was that one story that came out that apparently backstage he's not like the greatest or whatever. But like, I don't care. Like, a lot, I'm sure back in the day when Vince was starting the company, there was a lot of people that weren't the greatest backstage that he was putting in the main event picture with the title. Yeah, fucking like, Shawn Michaels said whatever he wanted to say to him. Thank you. Like, there's plenty Austin, of people Austin out there. Austin didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Triple H, he was manipulating and shit. You know what the time it was? Like, come on, man. I don't know, bro. I just want to know when the Different fuck... Different times, man. When the fuck Raw turned into the Baron Corbin show? <laughs> That's all I want to know. That's and my final why, thought. And this is and he's been doing a good job of getting heat. And I got some heat for it. It's nothing against you, worth. It was worth the mention of most improved. He's starting the shows, finishing the shows, got a faction with Drew, Bobby Lashley. Hey man, say what you want. I to like say. him now a lot as a heel. We he's more recognized and he's getting real reactions now. He wasn't nobody gave a fuck when he was money in the bank. Nobody gave a fuck when he was facing Dolph every week. Nobody gave a fuck when he was US champion. None of that shit. Like nobody remembers that. But they do remember him as Baron Corbin, Raw GM, future general manager, another heel, another authority figure. It's trash, but but he's doing it's his thing. His, he's doing his thing. <laughs> he's, he's doing his thing. They throw him in a position. Yeah, you want to talk about SmackDown quick? Yes. Becky was back. Fuck Raw. That bitch was back. Becky was back. The man was back. Man, man. she basically called out Charlotte, saying, "You had to be me." To give Ronda a beatdown, you didn't even win. That's you fire. had to beat me to do it. You couldn't even beat you. That's fire. And Charlotte said, well, you have to be my dad, pretty much. She's taking the man, saying she took the man from Ric Flair. Yeah. I don't know, bro. But I love the back and forth. I love the dynamic. It's so much better than Raw as far as the women's division is concerned. Like These, oh, these women, man, they are on point with this stuff. Um, so at Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, it was announced that they are going to have a Tables, Ladders, and Chairs Pause. match. Why? Shorty was scared to lead the fucking team. She didn't know she had it. She just took a crazy L, you know what I'm saying, in that last woman standing match. Why the fuck? They lost the women versus, or she didn't beat Ronda. She didn't beat Ronda. Why the fuck did she have a title match? <laughs> like, I don't know. 
<laughs> like, what the fuck? Same thing. Same thing you just said about Braun. Like, for what? Like, what? But okay, continue. But, but to go with your point, that's what the fuck everybody else in the women's locker room is wondering because the Zelina <laughs> Vega comes <laughs> out, the right. Iconics, Mandy Rose, uh, Sony Deville, all the heels Zelina, come out. Zelina, congratulations. Uh, they they claim they all could have done the same thing. Yeah, like what the uh, fuck? Naomi, Asuka, Lana, yeah, motherfuckers was actually in the match. They're all coming at Paige. They're like, yo, we like we deserve it too. Like, come on, we we talk about it. So then Paige says, all right, we're gonna have battle royal later on. No. Winner that gets inserted. Triple threat. I was like, okay, okay, okay. So, flash forward to later on, and Asuka wins. Asuka was getting chants all night. Asuka's always been on the on the mind of people. She's been booked pretty strong since after that thing. Yeah, she lost to, to Carmella. I told you she'd be fine, didn't I? Didn't I tell you she'd be fine? Because um, she didn't lose clean. She was always getting distracted, all that crap, whatever. But... She's been booked strong in this tag team with Naomi. She's been getting chance every week, so she's gonna be. She, I, I think she could win this match. I think Charlotte and Becky are gonna be so f- focused on each other in this match. Each one's gonna be trying to outdo each other. They're gonna try to beat up Oscar out doing one by doing better moves, and they're gonna take their eye off Oscar, and Oscar's gonna capitalize. I think I think Becky holding this domania. That too. She's on fire. I think Becky or Asuka's is is the right way to go. Charlotte just, should not. She was just ranked in number one, the first woman well, ever. Yeah. Well, the, here, ESPN. well, the thing is, even if Becky loses, Charlotte takes the pin. Whatever. Becky's like, yo, I didn't get pinned here. Charlotte was trying to beat me again, and Charlotte lost because she can't beat me. And then she could still get a rematch, but she can still whenever she wants. You know what I mean? I mean, it could go either you know way. What I mean. That's yeah, what I'm saying. She could still come way. out of that strong, even if Oscar wins. And she could always get it right back from Oscar. You know what I mean? I know. But I just think it would it would make that dynamic between the two, like where they're trying to outdo one each other. If they do it in the same match while they're trying and they're beating up somebody, and it costs one of them, I think that would be so great. It would be. It would definitely be great. I'm just trying to think like how you know legendary. Like I just feel like her run would be as champion this time around if she held it. You know what I'm saying? Defeated everybody and held it until Mania. But there's too much of those long title runs right now. I don't need that right now. There's too much of that right now. Way too much of that. I would like AJ Styles just held it forever. It. Brock's having it forever again. Seth has, has held hips for a long time. I only uh, Shinsuke's it had it for a long time. Like, no. I, only, I want it to be passed around. I want interesting shit. I only, I only will make an exception to her. She can get her. it back. I was just saying, only because of the way they treated no. her first run. I didn't like her. Ronda's gonna hold it forever, bro. You can't have everybody holding the belts forever, because then nobody fucking cares. There's a belt on Raw, nobody sees. Nobody's beating Ronda for a while. You you have that pass around. Who looks bad by Oscar winning against Charlotte because they're battling each other? No, gonna, nobody. And then and then, bad. but the, no, but then Becky can get it right back and she can beat Oscar. It's fine. It just make it adds a little bit real champion. quick. Yeah, add something real quick. Yeah, because Charlotte's what? Six, five, six already? Seven? Yeah. Becky can catch her a little bit. Becky's only two. Yeah. Like, I think it would be cool. Yeah. It adds more dynamic to the she story have, that we don't get anymore. Back, yeah. That's some NXT. That, right if back. they were in NXT, that's what they would do. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. That's what they would do if they were in NXT. Because that's kind of what they did with yeah, just Alistair. Like, Oscar definitely Gar- deserved to hold a strap. It's kind of what they did with Alistair, Gargano, yeah. and, and um, Chompa. A little bit. Yeah. Because their thing got in the way. 
and it costed Black, who had nothing to do with their feud. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be the other way around where Oscar wins. It has nothing to do with their feud. But then we also had AJ return this week. Um, talking about Daniel Bryan. He wants that championship back, baby. It's not um, getting that back. <laughs> not right now. I don't want him to right now. Um, if anything, I want to see them their rematch at WrestleMania. But it's going to happen at TLC uh, coming up again. So that match, that card's looking pretty good right now. Yeah. Um, then we had Rusev versus Shinsuke was supposed to happen and didn't really happen. <laughs> Shinsuke took him out yeah. real quick. Yeah. Don't like that shit. But I guess we're going to get that little feud for now. And we should like it. It should be exciting. I'm okay. I mean, if that's the worst part of SmackDown, that's fine. That, and it was, and that's fine. Um, then we had something that I hope you, you caught this. A Jeff Hardy 20-year celebration. Yeah. Samoa Joe on the mic. Samoa Joe basically calling out Jeff Hardy for his rehab stints and everything. <laughs> and his... Uh, Alcohol, alcoholism, I guess he had and everything. Now Jeff's better. Um, so I guess Jeff had to give the okay for this. But uh, Smojo basically was like saying, oh, let's pop sh- pop bottles. Jeff Hardy's 20 years. He goes, oh, but we got to keep the bottles away from you, Jeff. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Shane got hot. Um, then he said, that he, he said another line, I forget. But basically we're setting up that now. I like that. Smojo and Jeff Hardy. Um, if we got that little feud, a little one-off there. Um Kofi versus The Miz was another entertaining match. I really love, I love Face Miz. I love Face Miz. Don't you? I mean, you know, it seems like basically doing the same shit. I don't really see too too ah, much of a difference. It's different because he's, he's got the little intertwined thing with Shane going on where he's trying to be like Shane's buddy and shit. Yeah. That's what they're probably building to is Shane and him at WrestleMania instead of Miz and Brian. I can do without. They already did that. I can do without Shane on WrestleMania. Yeah, but if he's wrestling, he's going to be on there regardless. So if he's wrestling somebody like The Miz where it doesn't really do anything, it's fine. He's going to be on the card. I don't fuck with that. I don't care what you fuck with. He's going to be on that card. I'm going to be mad as shit. When's the last time he wasn't? The last three years he's been on the card. I just know the last three years it could have been somebody else in the back. They could have been helped building the star, but, you know. Well, it's not going to be, and this year's no exception. They're going to get... Shane McMahon there, and I'd rather have him face The Miz than have him take up a spot against Daniel Bryan or something like that. I mean, The Miz does deserve a title shot, and he's going to get one. But, I mean, I'm okay with them two at WrestleMania. Because Shane clearly wants nothing to do with The Miz right now. Do you think that we can get the Hill, Bryan, and face Miz at Mania somehow? I hope. I would love to see that because I would like to see Miz get... A championship match um, and I would like to see the Miz get another championship run uh, because now he's more appreciated than the first time he had the title first time nobody fucking liked him and now look at the guy I mean the guy I appreciate the hell out of the guy he is so good at what he does whether he's a face a heel um, you know when the crowd starts loving him he gets them to hate him like that like he could say one thing get them to turn on him that's how you know you got a star and a guy who knows what the hell he's doing. He came a long way. And he deserves another run with the title. Um, maybe a moment for him like that would be cool. Um, I just think in my gut they're going Shane Miz. And then Randy Orton beat up Rey Mysterio again. <laughs> so 
There's that. So he's just attacking everybody. Pretty much. There's that. I mean, we don't really got to talk All about that. All the faces. Yeah. yeah. Um, you want to get into some news and some rumors and some notes and all this crazy stuff that's been going on in the wrestling world? Why not, brother? Well, you want to kick it off or you want me to kick it off? Just talk about this elite wrestling. How do you feel about that? The elite wrestling. All elite wrestling. The rumors. Yes, sir. The rumors going down the... Cody and the Bucks and the Jaguars owner's son and the Jaguars owner are going to be and Jim Ross and Jericho, right? Are yeah. those all the names involved? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, those are the names all involved. They wrestling. trademarked apparently All Elite Wrestling mm-hmm. Tuesday night. What was it? Dynamite? Dynamite. All Elite. Um, well, to basically respond to the All Elite Wrestling, the Young Bucks appeared on the latest edition of the Wrestling Perspective podcast with Petey Williams and Dennis Farrell. Um, basically, and this we this is courtesy of Wrestling Inc. and Wrestling Perspective podcast. Um, during the appearance, the Bucks were asked about their recent filings for All Elite Wrestling LLC, which is believed to be led by Tony Khan. Khan is the son of the Jaguars owner, Saeed Khan, um, and the company is registered to the Jacksonville Jaguars address in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, Matt talked about All In in September being so special. Um, He said that All In felt more than just a wrestling event, but almost like a religious experience. He said that after the event, he asked the fans if they wanted more, and there was an uproar. He said that it has become a movement. So they sat as a group that night and talked about doing another event, Matt noted that they knew that there would be another one in some capacity, whether it's a year from now or further down the road. So this is a quote from Matt Jackson. Again, this is all from Wrestling Inc. and from the Wrestling Perspective podcast. Uh, We're in a situation now where we don't exactly know what we're going to do, but we want to protect ourselves in case we decide what we we want to do something, Matt said. We want to be proactive and we want to get ahead of, of this thing. We, the elite, are all sticking together, and we're going to do this thing as a unit. So whatever we decide to do, we absolutely are going to do this as a team. We're going to do this as the elite. It's going to be an interesting 2019. Mm. Nick chimed in. Um, he said they literally have offers on the table from any, um, everyone. Um, there's still a lot to be discussed. We haven't really said no to anything. We're just keeping our options open and protecting ourselves at the, at the same time. Um they said that Mac, Matt and Nick added that Ring of Honor have been 100% supportive and great. Um, there is also something, this is a side note, there's another thing from Wrestling Inc. saying that Ring of Honor does not expect them to be back. So I read that also on Wrestling Inc. Shout out to wow. them. Wow. Yes. Yes. Cough <laughs> uh, is the CEO, I believe, and he said he does not expect them to be back. Um, and the last thing that Nick Nick and Matt have to say, um, they, the, I'll tell you this, they've been very active in negotiating with us to say, as far as the ROH part of this goes, we've made our decision, and I don't want to give that away either, but we have a, bit, a huge storyline on our Being the Elite show, so we don't want to give away any spoilers. Um, they've been incredible partners. Whatever happens on January 1st, it'll never take that away. So it kind of sounds like they're going away from there anyway, from ROH. And I basically, like I said, kind of sounds like uh, the ROH don't expect them back either. And again, that was all from Wrestling Perspective Podcast with and wrestling inc uh, what are do you think about all of that yo i can't think of another time where wrestling was this exciting for me 
just knowing that, just going all in and being there, experiencing that, watching the being the elite. Being the elite is probably like the, the best weekly, other than other oh, yeah. than other than uh, NXT. It's like the, Edge the, Christian show is my number one favorite on on Monday nights now. Okay, WWE programming wise, mm-hmm. it's Edge and Christian show. I gotta check it out <laughs> now that it's back. I gotta check That's it number out. one on Monday nights for WWE. But being the elite's number yeah. one. I know being the elite is like you know just watching the clock is just counting down to the to the time. The way they just utilize their show, the way they just build their their fan base, they just laid the blueprint for like guys like us. What we're doing with our podcast and our group, and it's just. It's just insane, you know what I'm saying, to see the success and then to see to be there at All In and then now the people that they're working with, you know, Jim Ross, he's a legend, you know what I'm saying? He was there, he was in WCW, he was putting in groundwork, like he knows exactly what he, what to do, you know what I'm saying? And he can dedicate all his time, you know, God forbid, you know what I'm saying, he lost someone very close to him, he has nothing else than wrestling you know what i'm saying that it seems like he's more invested in then you got chris jericho the goat the greatest of all time you know what i'm saying and then you got and then you got the the son of the owner of the billionaire the billionaire which is his network is is more than vince that's what that's what the reports i was reading mm-hmm. so they got the money to do it and they got the talent the the thing is he not only owns the jaguars he also owns um a football um a football team i, I gotta check it because i believe it's one of the manchester's Bro, Manchester the thing is, they got the bread, they got the talent, but that's the only thing. WWE is signing everybody. How how much talent do you think they're going to be able to have if they do make their own wrestling promotion? Sorry, I was way off. He owns Fulham FC also, which Jesus. is huge in the Premier League too. $6.8 billion. Jesus. And a sweet mustache too. Got a sweet like handle, not handlebar, but like the curly like one, bro. But like that stuff's huge. Like if this is really something that they're thinking about doing, and they're real, if all this, like they said, is to cover their ass. Like if they want to do something with this, like if that goes on, that's huge news, man. Like that's that's big. So, how much talent do you think is they're going to be able to work with? With WWE, seems like they're snatching up everybody. Um, I was listening to. Actually, Edge and Christian with Tommy Dreamer and Mark Henry, and they they love Cody Rhodes, all of them. Um, they were talking basically like Cody is such a level-headed guy, and, they, and Kenny is such a level-headed guy in the business when it comes to like what's right, what's expected, and all that, that basically anybody that comes in there is going to be like them like as far as mindset goes and work ethic. So you got to think the pe- a lot of the people that were on All In <laughs> – a lot of those guys, Hangman, obviously, you would think Marty, the Bucks, Cody, um, maybe Joey Janela, because he's, he's a great worker, but he's a little crazy. Joey Ryan. Joey Ryan, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, Joey Ryan. Um, you probably would have... Anyone that doesn't want to go to WWE. Yeah, pretty much. Penta and Phoenix would l- probably go there. Um, the lesser-known guys like Bandito. Um, <sighs> Bandito's b- the man. Shout-out to him and his tag team partner. Yeah. Um, who else would be there? There'd be a lot of guys lining up, like pretty much half the half the roster from ROH and New Japan, probably. You can have you can have a company off of that. <laughs> you can pick you can pick who you want, you know. Yeah. Um, but that it's just huge. I hope I hope it happens because I would like to see something different, like something awesome, like that. That would be awesome. Um, some other huge news in the world of wrestling that has been developing this week, so. 
LAX, the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions, have been pulled from Evolve shows that they have been advertised for. This is from Cage Side Seats and Ringside News. So Evolve 117 and Evolve 118, which were supposed to take place from Queens, New York and Deer Park, New York, um, they had advertised current Impact Wrestling Tag Team Champions, Santana and Ortiz, that are, who are known as LAX. Um, they're supposed to be at both events. Um, specifically, they were advertised to be impe- competing in matches against the Street Profits, who are not only the Evolve Tag Team Champions, but they are on NXT. Um, so it was going to be huge where NXT is working through WWE with Impact, which is pretty unheard of right now. Um, so the for Evolve 117, it was supposed to be LAX uh, versus Leon Ruff and AR Fox, who are awesome, uh, versus the Street Profits in a triple threat match so that neither LAX or the Street Profits would have to eat the pin. Um, um, and then at Evolve 118, they had announced six-man match, which would be LAX and Austin Theory uh, versus Darby Allen, who I love, um, against the, and the Street Profits. Um, again, not a one-on-one so that neither team would have to eat the loss. Um, a day later, literally a day later after these were announced, Impact pulled LAX from the Evolve shows. Um, I'm very disappointed in that. Um, but Santana, at Santana LAX, had this to say on Twitter. Um, in a perfect world, uh, we would it would have definitely been cool, especially for the fans. But wrestling has proven to us once again that there's still much work that needs to be done in order for us, for uh, in order for all of us. To truly enjoy the endless possibilities. Um, Evolve has also issued a statement. Um, they said, we are sorry to inform you that Impact Wrestling has pulled LAX from the upcoming Evolve dates. Evolve officials were contacted by LAX and informed that they were needed for something else that weekend. No other explanation was given. Impact Wrestling did not contact Evolve officials and left it up to LAX. There is no heat on LAX. As WWN understands that the situation they were put in, Evolve Officials had told LAX that the plan was to have the matches with the Street Profits. Um, Evolve was informed that LAX would not be able to lose in those matches. Um, so in order to avoid any political stuff, like I said, Evolve made the triple threat match, so they made the six-man, so that way LAX and Street Profits would not have to lose. That way all the parties were um, covered as far as the politics go. But unfortunately, it goes on to say, Impact Wrestling waited until the matches were announced and then pulled the talent. Um, they could have easily been avoided by not letting them take place. Evolve will no longer work with... Oh, I'm sorry. Will no longer consider booking Impact Wrestling contracted talent moving forward. Um, so they're going to try to find a replacement and they want to make it special because of that. What do you think about all of that? Basically, WWE... Because Evolve and Progress work with WWE. That's what I was about to get to. Yep. So, what do you think about all that? Isn't it a situation where it's like they buy or what? What did it say? I was trying to. I was trying to find that particular article. It's like buy or shut down um, calls. I think that's a. I, I think that's probably one of the things they're implementing. And I think that um, Impact just doesn't want to work. You know, with WWE. I, I don't think they want any parts. You know, to do with their talent. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. Probably, and it's probably it's probably something like they said, like neither party wants to look bad. It's both of their guys, like they don't want either of them to lose. So to put them against each other, they just they're just like, no, I'm not taking like my team's not losing to them. Even if even if they're not taking the pin, my team's not losing to them. That's probably right. what they're saying, you know. And 
even if let's say the street profits won lax or impact could still say yeah but lax still lost yeah. they didn't need the pin they still lost i don't want yeah. them to lose like stuff like that you know so i think it does come down to the politics of it and like you said uh, wwe own can i mean they work with um evolve w and progress, progress. so I guess they are so close to not trying to piss off WWE that Evolve and Progress would kind of lean towards that side because they have more money to be made there as opposed to Impact. They don't want to bite the hand that feeds them, so to speak. Yeah. I just, I, I think it's huge for the Evolve to come out and say we're no longer going to be basically working with Impact, basically. Because they're not saying that, but they can't take. They said they're not going to work with anybody booked. They're not going to book anybody that's contracted by them right now. So basically, they're not going to work with Impact. So WWE is not working with Impact, is what by and large is happening. They're still good though. Who Evolve? Yeah. Oh, Evolve's going to be fine, and Impact's going to be. Well, hopefully, Impact's going to be fine. There's rumors they're in talks with True TV and a few other networks. Um. Another piece of information that came up also, Nick Aldis says Triple H is welcome to a title shot. Um, Wrestling Inc. again coming through. Um, Aldis spoke to Wrestling Inc.'s Michael Wiseman. The NWA has worked with stars from Impact, Lucha Underground, and promotions in Japan and Mexico. One company that hasn't been easy to work with is WWE. Aldis was intrigued that nothing has happened and managed to call out one of the premier wrestlers and businessmen of the company the game may have replicated may have a replica of the title but can't actually call himself the champion um so this is what aldis had to say he said we can have championship matches with anyone anywhere i've put it out there on busted open that hunter has a replica of the 10 pounds of gold on his wall supposedly if he wants a shot at the real one all he has to do is pick up the phone i'm Mm. not a hard guy to find that's just one option Mm. there's no reason why that can't happen they are not taking us up on it but if he did we would be there mm. so again another example wwe not wanting to work with another company <laughs> <laughs> there like and from there. the other report that um basically coming out is that wwe is limiting now a lot of their uk talent from mm. where they can go um so basically only being able to work with icw um uh, ICW, Progress, Evolve. I think there was a couple other ones. So basically, they can only work with their own. You know what I mean? Um, it's taking stuff like this, these matches that are no longer going to be able to happen because WWE wants their guys on their shows, and that's it. Um, I Another example here now is a guy that works for Progress and Evolve a lot. And they just signed him as Walter. So they're taking him off the market from being able to do a lot of these other shows because they have their own UK show now. So they're like, no, we not, this we're running UK now. So hmm. Walter is now signed to the WWE. And that shit is huge over there. Walter's huge over there. Mm-hmm. In more ways than one. What's, what's huge over there? Wrestling? Just the whole NXT UK shit. Yeah, progress is huge over there. NXT yeah, that, UK yeah, is huge over is there. Shit, yeah. Walter coming over, and I'm telling you this, he's beaten your boy for that title. He is going to beat Pete Dunne for the United Kingdom title because there's nobody else right now. 
I've been watching that NXT UK show. There's not a guy on there built up to do it. Built up to do it. The way because Pete's gone a damn year and a half now, right? Yeah. With with guys that have been built up, not beating them. Roderick Strong couldn't beat him. Um, Ricochet couldn't beat him. Although that Adam match Cole. never ended. Adam Cole couldn't beat him. Um, <laughs> he had a run. <laughs> who else did he beat? I mean, Tyler Bate beat him once, but then Tyler Bate he hasn't been able to beat him, him since. Beat him. And their matches just crazy. Yeah, he's been defending his uh, championship at progress shows. I've, I've watched him face uh, Eddie Dennis at a progress show in Chicago. He's faced off against um, everybody. I think one of the first defenses he did was against the guy... Flash Morgan Webster, like on the UK show, mm-hmm. he defends it on the UK show every couple of weeks. Like he is just, you know, I only think the guy that's built up to beat him is the guy they just signed, and that's Walter. Yeah. Unless you're gonna give it to somebody that's on a regular and the regular NXT, like a guy that's not from the UK, which they haven't done so far, so I don't see them doing that now that they have this UK show. Would not make sense to me. You agree? I agree. I think that belt. I think you're getting sad because I'm talking about Pete Pete's belt being gone. I don't only talk about that type of shit, bro. I only put that. I'm not putting that energy out there, but I understand your point. I understand your point. Oh, take over on Fridays. I got it. <laughs> I'm high as shit, bro. <laughs> Casey had these notes and shit, and I'm like super fucking fried. <laughs> He's like looking at me. I'm like, like yeah, let's talk huh? about it. <laughs> Takeover is going to be on Friday. This is now. why I handle the news portion yeah. of the show. Yeah. Just just show me where to go. Where's my lines at? Is he right there? Okay, cool. Takeover on Friday. Now instead of Saturday, Mania weekend. So that means Hall of Fame is going to be on Saturday. How do you feel about that, Casey? I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? I think Friday is going to be it's going to be hot on Friday or Saturday. I think because people are watching Takeover more than fucking the main event shit because it's one night apart. I think they're trying to separate it a little bit. I think they want to put it on Friday, give people a chance to calm down, simmer down with the Hall of Fame, and then yeah. give them a day to watch yeah. New, J- New Japan Ring of Honor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, that's awesome. So we don't have to. Yeah, because that was a thing we had to figure out which one we we're going to go to. Now we can go to both. They're helping mm. us out. Mm. Well, I mean, I took off. I already bought. I bought my Mania ticket, so I'm there. I'm in there. You're in there already. Yeah. I'm already in there. Already I, me and my girl will be there. This is my first Mania. It's in our backyard, pretty oh, much. Let's go, Casey. It's in my backyard, let's pretty go. much. Ah. Shout out to my boy Steve. Who's gonna let me stay at his place in Jersey City? Uh, so we'll be up there. I know you'll be up there. We might be. We're talking about getting a party going. So Ooh. if you guys want to, maybe we'll be getting a little party going on Saturday night. Now that we don't have NXT, uh, maybe we'll get a little a uh, little party going for that. Uh, we can watch New Japan if they run that on the uh, New Japan um, network. Um, but that's awesome because now you have. Thursday, if you want to, there's a whole shit ton of shows that you can go to. I'm going to try to go to the M- one of the MLW tapings, which is now I'm going to try to have to go to the Thursday MLW taping um, because Casey, they're that, taping Thursday and Friday. Casey, that energy out there, Mania Week, WrestleMania Week, and it's a, it's a different I'm telling you, I'm trying to go to a shit ton of shows. So I got my Mania ticket. <sighs> so now Saturday, now they don't have takeovers, I can go to a lot of shows that Saturday. So Thursday, I'm going to try MLW. I think I'm slot. If you want to go, cool. So MLW Thursday. Then we'll try TakeOver Friday. We'll try MSG Saturday. And then obviously Mania on Sunday. 
your thoughts? I think they really want to give people a chance to calm down before they see before the main roster goes on Sunday, bro. <laughs> I can't take the heat right now, bro. <laughs> I honestly think that, and we get progress. A progress and evolve will probably run shows. I'm gonna try to get. Oh to yeah, another progress. They are. Show. They, are. they like pro- running back to back. It's well, like, progress. Okay. The show I went to in Chicago was fucking awesome. So I want to go see yeah. that again. Yeah, they run. Go like check back them out again. Jim Smallman. I just listened to an interview he did. Um, on busted open too. I love that guy, man. I want to go to WrestleCon again. I don't really care about access too much, but I definitely want to go to WrestleCon. I don't want to go to access. I'm I'm done spending a shit ton of money on WWE. Yeah. I just had to. I haven't since I have stopped buying WWE tickets. I've gone to me and Pat counted how many we've gone to. We've gone to an Impact show. We've gone to a WrestlePro show. We've gone to um, Northeast Wrestling. He was just at a GCW uh, show. He we've gone to raise the bar. We've gone to. I've gone to Progress. We are probably going to go to House of Hardcore and Ring of Honor in the next two weeks. They're both in Philly. Um, you're coming with us, by yes. the way. Yeah. Um, so we've gotten to see so much more shows by saving money, not spending hundreds of dollars on WWE tickets, spending 40 or $50 on regular shows. Like We got yeah. to see Kenny Omega and Phoenix uh, take on each other yeah. one-on-one in Northeast oh, Wrestling up in Poughkeepsie. Like We've been traveling. Oscar, been shit, Oscar yeah. came with us. Like uh-huh. True Heels have always been everywhere uh-huh. we've been at. Those guys are awesome, too. Like, yeah. We're saving that money because the product ain't that good right now. We're 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 taking our money where Greg, we're showing Vince, we're we're showing Vince McMahon that way personally yeah, because yeah, I yeah. used to go to a lot of WWE shows. Yeah, I'm not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go to Mania. I'll go to Mania because I've never been and yeah. it's so close where I don't have to spend money on yeah. everything else. All I have to do is spend that ticket. That's it. Yeah. That's all I have to do. And so. it's a mad shows. It's mad yeah. Evolve shows, Progress shows. I'm going to go because I've already everything. been to Progress. So if I don't go to Progress, it's okay. I got to yeah. get to Evolve this time at least. Yeah, Evolve. Is like I, Evolve, my main are MLW, which if I don't get there, they're coming to Philly in February. So we'll get there for that. Um, my biggest ones right now, MLW, I haven't been to yet. Um, Evolve, I haven't been to yet. Um, House of Hardcore, which next week I'll get there. So that'll be another one crossed off the list. And then I've been to tons of Ring of Honor shows, so I can't wait to get back at Ring of Honor. I haven't been mm-hmm. a couple I, – no, I lied. Last year we went to Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was lit. So uh, I can't wait. I mean, it's been so much wrestling outside of just doing that shit. Like yeah. WWE puts on a good product every now and then, but there's so much other shit that's put on a good product every week that I want to put my money into. Exactly. The MLW deserves your money. Yeah. Impact has been doing its thing. It, it deserves your money. Um, progress, Evolve. I, I say them over and over again. They all deserve your money. House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer does a great job at that. Um, Ring of Honor, obviously. It's just, I'd rather New spend Japan. my money on that. New, New Japan, Japan, yeah. They just don't come to this area that like the Northeast mm-hmm. that much. You know what I mean? So this MSG show is really it. Because they've just been going to the West Coast. So that's our chance. I mean, I have gotten to see them when they've come with Ring of Honor and done the World of War of the World sh- shows over here. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten to see Shinsuke, Naito, How, how did it feel Okada. seeing? How did it feel seeing Kenny Omega live? Because I know. He's the best in the world for a reason, bro. He's really, um, it's something else because he's just, you can tell like there's something different about him because he was, me and Pat pulled up. So he's doing a meet and greet. It's at the end of our row, his meet and greet. So he, he's just kicking it like a normal dude. Like he's, but you can just tell he's got that superstar aura just bouncing off a dude. Once you see that line out the door, every time, like, and then he just he said at the end of the night like New Japan like they don't run a lot of shows here like everything like that but like he makes it a point to come out to these shows because of the fans like because he loves his fans like when they say they want to change the world they're not just saying it they're doing it which is what WWE doesn't do 
WWE mm-hmm. says it first ever. We want to be the women's revolution. No, you fucking don't. Like, With accolades, yeah. Like, yeah, like when they say they want to change the wrestling world, they want to do it, and they're putting their money and their mouth behind it. Like, he could get, could have easily got injured in that match against Phoenix, and boom, he's the new Japan IWGP world heavyweight champion. And he's out in Poughkeepsie, New York, fighting Phoenix and Northeast Wrestling. You know what I mean? That whole show. <laughs> Getting it in. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. And that, that's not nothing to take away from Northeast Wrestling. They're a great promotion around here. Yeah, for they sure. They have great stars on that show. PCO was on the show. RVD, uh, Jack Swagger, David Arquette made an appearance. Jerry Lawler, David, uh, I said David Arquette, uh, Mick Foley. No, that definitely was a lit event. Like, that was a great event. Darby Allen had a great match against Pentagon. Like, I'm just saying, like, Kenny I'm really. I'm surprised New Japan let him go. Who? Like New Japan, well, he said him. a lot of people weren't happy that he was there. That's what he said. <laughs> um, mm. But it, he, you can just tell like he really does care. The amount of time he takes to do all that shit, he does care. I got a lot of heat last year saying he was the best in the world before he won the title, and he was better than AJ. But I still stand on that. I'm sorry. Maybe one like day we'll get to finally see that matchup. I'm sure we will. He got a. He got. He got. Maybe a, AJ will go to all baton. elite wrestling next year. <laughs> Who knows, man? His contract's coming up, isn't it? No, I think he's about. To, I think I think he's about to sign a hefty contract. We'll see. All Elite Wrestling, 2019. <sighs> That's crazy, man. Shit, I love Marty. I love Hangman Page. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. Um, unless you want to wrap up, bro. Whatever you. Want, what else you want to talk about, bro? I'm just glad to be back. I know it's definitely <laughs> fucking awesome to be back, bro. Shit, man, it's been like I've forever. been like because this whole month's been so stressful. The Eagles have been suffering. You know I'm a huge Eagles fan. The Eagles have been <laughs> suffering. I gotta watch the Cowboys in first place right now. Shout out to Joe. Your terrible team is in first place. Mm. Um, then I gotta watch the. Hopefully the Redskins, lose. Hopefully we can beat the Redskins on Monday night. Um, but like the Eagles have been killing me. I've been moving. I've been stressing with that. Works been I. Yeah, like, it's like been, moving for a minute. This has been missing. Like you know, what I mean, we usually yeah. do this every week, and I know Pat and Mike aren't here, so we're missing dudes across from us. But it's been so good to just be back. Because there's been so much, like, as you can see, I've written down a lot of stuff. Like, it's just been, like, a weight. Bro, like, shit. we're back, and I really want to yeah, thank life is not complete. everybody in our Facebook group. I don't post a lot in there. Like, I know Ace does. Ace posts. Ace is the guy in there. I don't post a lot in there. I'm I'm just happy. I, 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 I watch everything you guys say, and I, I like it. And I just appreciate everything you guys and they appreciate you too, bro. You're OG in there. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got love and respect. It's the back seat, bro. You already know, man. Everybody, you know, Pause. y'all the wrestling, y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all the wrestling historians, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I learned and I'm just happy Let's to not be. Go that far. I'm just, no, definitely, man. Just, just, not and for you, me anyway. well, you, you know wrestling. And I like you know to break the it down. You break it down, but you, you have a, like, you have a perfect mind for the business. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see, you see what I see. We, we we have the same type of visions and how you can do things differently. You know what I'm saying? So we respect what Cody and everybody's doing. And people be saying, Oh, he you know, he's he's the son of, you know, Dustin the Standard Third. But it's just like Speaking of, did you see Cody and JBL getting into it on Twitter? I didn't I heard about it. What exactly was said? It seemed like JBL was drunk on Twitter and was like ranting about the Cowboys and then was just he said, like, he put a bet on the Cowboys. He can't even get a bet on Cody Rhodes or something like that. And then he said, seriously, I'd beat Cody Rhodes. Blah, blah, all this shit. And what? It was stupid. Yeah, it was stupid. And then shit. he said, aha, I was joking and all that shit. And they're like, okay, okay. What Cody said? I forget. Cody said, like, one thing. And then, then 
that's when JBL was like, oh, I'm just kidding. And Cody is the fucking man. Cody just because, is the man. Just because, just because your your son is your your father's famous or whatever, that that makes it kind of like harder because people always want you to live up to his expectations, especially as a legend. You know what I'm saying? So it's just. I just feel as though like nobody would have thought that he would be in a position. I, I never thought he was going to be in the, the position where, you know, about running his own wrestling company, selling out an indie show in 29, you know, minutes, investing his money, figuring it out, building the storyline, being a face, being a heel, doing some incredible work in the ring, having your best matches in the ring, handling your business at the top of the line. Like right. Vince is talking about, oh, well, you know, why didn't they call me? This, that, and third. Like, what? Like, you're going to give them any type of, like, advice? You don't want to work with nobody else. Like, you make it seem like, you know, y'all don't even pay them any mind. Like, but everybody, everybody, even this shit with Jericho. Jericho working with them, like, that whole <coughs> shit is just like... Jericho's having more fun working with them than yeah, working right. with WWE. I don't think he's going back anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think so. You'll either. see him in the Rumble, maybe. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, get another 100 Greatest grand. Royal Rumble Part 3. You'll see him there, but... Just a quick check. You're not going to see him regularly on WWE TV anymore, I don't think. Then Jim Ross, they're not doing nothing with him in WWE. His contract is about to be up. So yeah. it's just like... We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's a fun time in wrestling, that's for sure. What else you got like besides wrestling? What's going on with you? Man, just trying to... Kids? Trying to figure this thing out, man. You know, two for one. This you know thing called life. Yeah, man. It's two for one. I'm very, very tired. Very, very exhausted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you like my post on Facebook. It was like... Eight o'clock in the morning. I was what like, these girls, I will never get rest ever again. And I was about to be like, I apologize in advance, Casey, just in case like I overslept or some shit like that. Because we've been trying to do this podcast all week. Yeah, I've been like oversleeping. His work schedule. It's all good. We hard. finally. Got it, <laughs> we're gonna we're making a commitment to everybody. Yes, like, yes, we're gonna get back to it. One way or another, we're gonna get, we're gonna to get it, it out to you. I'm trying to have, we're gonna try to have it out Thursdays. I'm trying to do Thursdays and definitely give y'all a chance to. You know, but this way y'all get a little recap. You hear what's going on with us. You know, I'm seeing get our thoughts on a, a lot of things. Um, I think there's a couple, couple other things going on right now, too. Yeah. But other thing I was going to say, follow us on Twitter at Russell underscore cave. Follow us on Instagram at Russell cave. Like I said, we have a lot of fun in the Facebook group. That's really where the fun's at. Like go to our Russell, yeah. our Russell cave podcast, Facebook group, the, the, the private groups where the fun's at. Like they do the flashback Friday challenge and everything. Like, it's cool shit. We're going over our nominees for the first annual Wrestle Cave Awards 2018. So that's going to be lit. We're going to cap that show off at the end of the year. So uh, look out for that. Uh, three up, three down. We're going, we're going to get back on that. A um, couple other. Th- couple, one thing I really wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I, for a while, was like fat and overweight and shit. And recently I switched my diet up and I started doing DDP yoga again. DDPY. If anybody out there has ever thought about doing this. We don't have a sponsorship with them, so this is not me like doing anything. Like this is me talking mm-hmm. and just try to help people out because I've over the past couple months it's been awesome. Like I got back into it and I've changed my diet. Like I'm on that keto diet shit, which I thought was impossible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm watching your Instagram page. Like I've been fucking at first it's like impossible, but like it's been actually it's been fucking pretty easy, and you can still eat a lot of good shit on it. You just gotta figure it out. But anyway, like I was saying, DDPY. Like I've been listening to so many fucking interviews with. Uh, DP, like he's the man. Like, I know there's a lot of people out there that could probably benefit from just like any kind of help with that. And if you need somebody, like hit, hit me up, shoot me a message. I can tell you all about it. If you just need that one little like extra boost with it 
or whatever. Just let me know. I need that. Yeah. You need a little boost? Yeah, I need a you little You can come boost. over and do it whenever yeah, you yeah. want. Let's do it, man. I do it. It's literally like 20 to 40-minute workouts. We do it once, three times a week. You'll be all right. Let's do it. Fuck it. And you don't even need to be like in shape to start. He does it all the way from people that can't even walk. You'll see. Go on go on his website. He's the GOAT. Shop Dallas. Yeah, you know what? Dallas should be... We have this game changer. Award? Award. Yeah, put him in there. Yeah. I think everybody in that needs a deserve deserves award or acknowledgement. DP should be in there. He definitely needs to be in there because he's Cause a I've game been changer. Because he was on the Joe. Ro- I listened to Joe Rogan podcast and he was on the Joe Rogan podcast while we were gone. Um, and so was Jake the Snake. Uh, they both like that podcast were like two two and a half hours long. So like they're they're awesome to listen to if you guys ever have a chance to. But DDP himself is just always on everything anyway. Like always doing some kind of interview. Uh, talking about everything, but he's got a new book coming out, which I actually am gonna buy. Um, but that's all I got. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything else on your part, bro? Nah, man. Shit, man. I'm just happy to be back. We about to, you know, had his merch come. We about to, you know, get these tour days coming. I know they've been leaving me. They've been going on tour. My babies are here and healthy now, so I am back on the road. You already know how how we do. Um, yeah. So MLW House of Hardcore next House week. House of Hardcore, uh, Ring of Honor. As hardcore next week, the eighth at twenty three hundred arena. Me, Pat, Ace will be there. Uh, Ring of Honor, the fifteenth of December, also at twenty three hundred arena, should be there. Um, didn't buy tickets yet, but we should be there. And then WrestleMania, and then we'll we'll let you know what else we got after that, or before that. Peace, my guy. Our society, we're fried. Go Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Help God bless the Eagles. (laughs) Go Sixers.